Hi, this is Leva Bates, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Da 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 da. You better enjoy it or else. It is episode 49, and we are talking to Kevin Cerrito about WrestleMania weekend. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. I am still Mike. You and, still is. And I'm recording this time. <laughs> you hit the record button, you And we're devil, here you. to talk <laughs> professional wrestling. WrestleMania weekend has passed us, thank God. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle any more wrestling after Monday, but you know, it, it, it was still great to have so much wrestling to watch. But before we get to it, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast. I am at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K, Oversell, O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. Also, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. I am at One Dangerous Dan, all spelled out. I'm also on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. At WolfMike23. Also, this is brand new. If you go out to YouTube and you search for the Oversell Podcast, we are now live streaming over on youtube um i am in the best muscle shirt ever boom you will be able to see us as long as you're not on derek's wi-fi <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to the bad wi-fi <laughs> nice also there's always mixler m-i-x-l-r dot com slash oversell podcast also be sure you head over to oversell podcast.com Check out all of our episodes there. You can play them on the main player. Underneath that main player is the Amazon link. Mike, what can you do with that Amazon link? You can buy stuff. You That's can. it. That's it. That's it. That's you all can you buy can do stuff. There. There's no extra <laughs> fees. There's no hidden fees. If you buy, search and buy anything through that link right under there, over there at oversellpodcast.com, we, don't, we get a small commission on anything sold through that link. So you're helping out this podcast by shop, shop, shopping. Gentlemen... And it's almost Christmas time again, so you need to start shopping. You know, th- hey, there's there's multiple reasons. You got Mother's Day coming up. You've got Father's Day not too far ahead. Memorial Day, buy gifts on Memorial Day, but just do it through Amazon at Oversell Podcast. You can buy us stuff com. if you want. Hey, buy. And it and we'll send we'll it put to it us. up in the background when people are watching, not on Derek's Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter if y'all can't. <laughs> you can't we don't need to watch ourselves. You know, everyone uh, can now we can see, see the, ourselves over there with the. Yeah, there you go. You know, and uh, you know, you you can you can see the awesome wrestling wall like over Dan's head. If you're yeah. watching live right now, you can see a picture of us with the future soon to be has to be or else it's a failure Hall of Famer downtown Bruno right behind him. It is, ain't a Hall of Fame without Bruno. In that's it. right. Yeah, that's right. Behind him is a picture of a WWE Hall of Famer Coco Beware, Johnny Mundo's on the wall, Chris Jericho, future <coughs> or Hall of Famer Jerry Lawler, future Hall of Famer Chris Jericho. Future Hall of Famer, I would say Kurt Angle. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Better be. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, did you guys watch it at all? Yes, I did. I have still not watched that one. That was long. Yeah. I'll say say this, though. It wasn't, you know, they had the Warrior Award, which was the first time it was ever presented, and they had, um, you know, the presentation to Conor Mahalik's uh, dad and everything. 
you know, and it just seemed like that part of the program kind of just slowed well, down this year to was, a standstill. Yeah, you know, and she was Warrior's wife wasn't as long winded as she was last year. Oh right. yeah, but she still had three pages worth of stuff to read in front of everybody. So I mean, you know, I get you know they want to they want to put her out there. They want to make the award mean something, and it did. You right, know, right. It, 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 to Joan it, London. Yeah, to Joan London. You know, um, you know. But and uh, they need to get harp on it, these inducti- inductors. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair talked too long about him and Ricky Steamboat, and not him and Sting. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. You put Ric Flair up there, and he's railing on everybody in the crowd. That is, he can let him do that all day long. I will listen to that. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's out there pointing to. Steamboat going, yeah, me and you, we're both over for four, buddy, on marriage, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I loved it, but at the same time, I was kind of going, man, he's not talking about Sting at all, yeah, really. That, that's <laughs> yeah. and that's the problem I had with you it, know. Was. That was the only problem I had with it, you know. You know, he he, I mean, you know, it's it's hilarious, you know. I mean, but you know, Flair is Flair, always will be, right? You know? And you know, would they come out there and tell him he could talk about anything? That was the wrong person. You could tell he could talk about it. <laughs> and he even showed up here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you show the crowd there the, on the YouTube stream. Is that the, off your Russell Crate? That's from Russell Crate. And the PS de Resistance mm-hmm. is a Kenny Omega autographed picture. The stream is still going, even though the um, laptop went laptop, to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're still there. <laughs> I'll have to fix that. Yep. Next so, time I'll just throw this battery over and there and the buttons. <laughs> Let's see. I was so happy to see the Freebirds get in, but man, Terry Hayes kept going on and on and on. Terry, Michael, Michael, Michael Hayes. Hayes. Michael. Terry Hayes is a supervisor at my work. Whoops. <laughs> what was he doing there? I don't know. <laughs> he was making a really long speech, too. Oh, okay. yeah. But no, um, Michael Hayes, dude. He I just, love the Terry Gordy story, though. Yeah, that he told the, the, the couple of guys, like he missed. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that story. What are you laughing at? He missed. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah, and, you know, back in I don't know the rock and roll days of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just and I really I liked I, I was really happy for like Jacqueline because oh god how yeah. much time she spent down here on yeah. USWA and Channel Five. She, her speech was short and to the point. You know, um, you know she didn't. She didn't really go too much into thanking individuals too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, still, you know, it, it's so cool to get her to get to get to see her go in, you know. And they picked a good one when they picked Jacqueline to go in. So I agree, I agree. Uh, you know, a Godfather's speech, I thought, as a lot of them, he was short, yeah, short, sweet to the point. I think I he didn't did. like the fact that they didn't acknowledge Papa Shango. And the comma gimmick. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't like that, the fact that they just kind of blew that off to the side. And I was like, oh, we're inducting the Godfather. Uh, we're not going to yeah, talk see, about I don't, I don't, comma. I haven't even watched it yet, but I didn't like that when I heard that it was Godfather going in, not Charles, whatever is Charles Wright. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, mean, I don't think you should just put in one gimmick. I mean, it should be the man himself that yeah, did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they did with Scott Hall. They didn't put Razor Ramon in. Mm-hmm. They put Scott Hall. Right. Yeah, and I think the reason the Godfather had to keep his speech short is because if he started getting into stories, I think a lot of people uh, yeah. might have gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah. 
But it, you know, the ceremonies was what it was. I mean, he he owns the Cheetah Club in like Las Vegas, doesn't he? Or something. I, I think I don't know because he's he's a legit strip club owner. Yeah. Yeah. Did did they so, did he mention at all the good father? No. <laughs> <laughs> right to censor was great. Right oh, to yeah. censor was awesome. <clears throat> um, Sting retired. Yeah. Which, you know that that when he said that, I I kind of swelled up a little bit because yeah, Sting was a wrestler I loved watching when I was just a little boy because he was so high energy and. You know, he got saved he'll, by he'll fucking be, RoboCop. He'll be back in some capacity in some way, shape, you know, or form, you know? I could see them, if they do a brand split, him getting one of the brands. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like, maybe putting him in charge of SmackDown or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, maybe even Raw. Yep. I don't know. But, it, you know, Sting was growing up, he it, he was just so cool. Mm-hmm. The painted face. Oh, yeah. The energy in his matches, it, you know, just... Bright high. pink tights or the green ones and... Right, he, he was just a walking neon stick. Yeah, yeah, and and you know he's he's one of those guys that, you know, once he realized something was getting kind of stale, he just tweaked what he was doing and it became fresh again. Yeah, he did the crow gimmick, then he joined the NWO, then he went to TNA, and he you know he was doing crow sting, but he kind of turned it into the Joker and went to get crazy with that. And I like the joke he made. He's like, "Can I bring up crow sting, or no, can Joker I bring up sting. Joker sting?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's Joker sting too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, you know, it's just, it was very long and it just added to another long weekend of wrestling. And you had, it started really off with NXT, which yep. wasn't a great show, but it started at freaking, what, like eight o'clock? Eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm getting, by that time, I'm usually getting ready and for it didn't bed. didn't end until like 11 30 or something. Yeah, but it was a tremendous card. Oh, it was a hell of a show. Top to bottom. Let's go through the card. Mike was the first match. I think it was tag match, wasn't it? Uh, pull it up here. Yeah. American Alpha, we want to go ahead and just talk about the whole thing. Right. Yeah. American Alpha defeated the tag champs, the Revival. Excellent match. Fantastic. That is tag team wrestling to a T. Mm-hmm. You know, the Re- Revival is one of those guys that they're going to work on a limb or something throughout the whole match. They're going to keep the guy, you know, contained to their corner. You know, it's just classic tag team wrestling. But when it's done so well like that, it just make, makes great matches. And the... The uh, emotion that was pouring out of Jason Jordan, yeah, after yeah. they won that match, I loved it. Yep, you know that shows that these folks down in NXT, they're not just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. You know, the money's a nice part, but they're in it because they love wrestling. Oh yeah, passion. Kind of you, you get to see who who appreciates it when you see something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and Jason Jordan appreciated it. You know, he knows what it means. So. There you go. Happy to see them guys get their due. Yes, yes, and you know I think there's um no I think the chase for I think you know you're it's not over between those two teams. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have a oh, couple yeah. more NXT yeah, there's, shows. There's gonna be a couple more uh, back and forth on that yeah. one. Yeah. And did did any of us predict them winning? I know I said the revival. I think I said the revival too. I don't remember what I said. To be honest. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're talking that about that was a week way ago. back a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was before the 30 hours of wrestling we had. Yeah, the 30 <laughs> hours of wrestling and and, uh, and it's just exhausting because you had this three hour show Friday. You had the Hall of Fame, which was f- what four or five hours on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You had WrestleMania was six. Yeah, six flipping hours. Yep. And then you have another three hours on Monday. By the time Tuesday got here, I'm Woo. like. <laughs> I'm so sick. I don't want to wake up. I don't want to. <laughs> wrestling. Don't talk to me about wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it was a lot. Um, what was the next uh, NXT? 
Austin Aries defeated Baron Corbin. It was, it was a all- quick roll up there. Yeah. It, it was an all right match. Not not the it wasn't the best of the night. Wasn't the no. best of the weekend, but it was all right. No, I mean, it served its purpose. Right. You know. And that was to get, you know, a, a win on Austin Aries. Mm-hmm. Kind of to brush Baron Corbin out the door. Right. I mean, uh, I don't think Baron Corbin's completely out the door though. You know, because you got you got that formula where um, Kevin Owens was back and forth between NXT and and the main roster for a little bit. You know, we're seeing a lot of that where you know guys are kind of back and forth between main roster and then their NXT and then their main roster and then their NXT and everything. You know, that may not it may not be a full push towards the main roster. You know, mm. uh, which you know I was so happy to see Enzo Cass finally get on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that so, was incredible. That was awesome. That was incredible. So, but we'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, uh, I mean, yeah, and Chris Hero, I think, once said that a match could end it, should end at any time. You know, you never should expand. And that, that was the bit. That was a good part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. it was, and I'm happy Austin Aries is in NXT. I think he's going to have some good matches with some folks down there. Yep. Next match? Sami Zayn. Nakamura. That was oh. match of the night. That was <laughs> that, match of the night. That wasn't just match of the night. That, that was, was match, match of the weekend. Match of the year. My yeah. God. Those knees that Shinsuke <laughs> Nakamura was throwing all match long. You know, uh, his entrance. Yeah. That, that entrance. The music was awesome. Yep. And he's just coming out and he's throwing those weird signs and everything. Those yeah. weird arthritic signs <laughs> everywhere. And the gestures and everything and going every direction. Getting in the ring and doing that huge drop back and, you know, the crowd was into this match the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I like uh, Sammy. It was a back and forth match, but I didn't mind that at all because those guys were giving it everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Sammy Zane didn't get hurt in it, which is great. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, always a plus. Especially with some of those knees that get thrown around in a Nakamura yeah. match. But it, you know, I love and, and the the forearms that Zayn was those, throwing. Well, those four, that four, whole forearm spot, man, when they just, yeah, it was nothing just but three back minutes yeah. back and forth forearm shots. Yeah, man. Dan, what Dan, tell us how it feels to take some of those forearm shots because uh, I know you've probably taken a couple of them. I've given them better than I've taken them. <laughs> 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 oh man, we we that was one of the things. You know, I never threw a punch because I I knew I sucked at punching. You know, and I was always afraid I was just going to knock the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. This is like to me, hitting somebody with a forearm was safer. I, I knew how much contact I needed to make to make it look like I was making contact and not killing somebody. You know, but at the same time, if I needed to turn it up a notch and really knock the hell out of somebody because they were getting a little rowdy with me, I could do that. So I, I can tell you from experience, I've had my bell rung pretty good by some shots, some forearm shots. Some punches and everything. So, but yeah, those were some solid shots. Those guys were going back yeah. and forth with. That was that was amazing match. It really was from one of my, start to finish. One of the favorite moves that I've seen Nakamura do is when someone throws a clothesline and he ducks it and goes into that um, arm bar. Oh yeah, that is yeah. just so cool looking every time hmm. he does it. But that big knee he does at the end of it just looks like it's devastating. Oh yeah, and they didn't have to change a thing. About Nakamura on no, this card, no, they did. He was he was Nakamura that we all that p- people that have that watched him in knew, New, J- yeah. New Japan, that people have watched in you know any in Rev UK Pro, any of that indie stuff overseas. Yeah, Ring of Honor, right, yeah. right. If you you got the Nakamura that we all seen, and you know, I thought it's like Shaggy said, we thought he was going to be Mitsubishi Nintendo or yeah. something <laughs> like that when he came up or stuff like that, but it wasn't. And he came in in his first match just. 
killed stole, it. Stole WrestleMania weekend. Yep. Yep. And I knew NXT was going to do it. Yeah. I knew they because they did it the last time at a big four. Yeah. What was the next match? Asuka and Bailey. How do you follow that match up? You know, I, I thought, you know, it wasn't the best NXT women's match. No, it was a ground game the whole time. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, it was a ground game. They only went up top maybe once or twice the whole match. Um, that was, you know, it was, I'll, I'll compare that to the Super Bowl. You know, everybody expected this hellacious game and this, you know, big offensive right. game and everything, and it ended up being a defensive game, and everybody was like, ah, this is the shittiest Super Bowl ever. <laughs> you know, but wait a minute. That sounds you're like not, you're talking you're, about the Buccaneers Super Bowl. That was an awesome Super Bowl. No, I'm talking about the this year's Super oh, Bowl. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> um, but no, everybody expected this huge offensive, you know, thing to happen with Peyton Manning and it didn't happen you right. know he got he got stopped dead in his tracks he scored when it mattered but he got stopped dead in his tracks and it was it turned out to be a pure defensive game this was a total you know different take on you know a match where you know you had two great workers they could work great on the ground you know you know and Bailey she she can go up top when she needs to or whatever you know they had one or two uh, moves from the top and all and you know, it's just not like, you know, you can't expect everything to just blow you out of the water. Right, you right. Know? As a mat technician, I loved it. I loved the match. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not taking away from the match at all, but it had it followed Nakamura and Zayn. Which, yeah. You know, when that mat, when they said that match was coming up next, I was shocked. I was like, that should be a co-main event match. Right. But, you know, Asuka and Bailey killed it. We got a new NXT Women's Champion in Asuka. And, you know, I, I, think I thought... It was, I think it was really... Just showing Asuka taking Bailey out of her comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. You know, showing the the difference that Asuka is and what kind of champion she's going to be, and you know that, like I said, she just took Bailey out of her element. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, but still, tremendous still match, great match. Yeah, yeah. And I get, you know, I was kind of hoping that would lead into seeing Bailey on Monday night since she lost, but they really didn't mm-hmm. give her like a like a swan song or anything right. like that. So, yeah. you know, maybe she's, she's not done in NXT. No. Not after no. watching all that, she's not done in NXT. But I'm going to tell you right now, if they really want to make some money, they got to put their, put her on the main roster damn quick, you know. Yeah. Uh that that gimmick can lose steam, you know. It's 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 prospering right now in NXT. Yeah. If they pushed it to the main roster, it'd go through the roof. Yeah. You know. And they they got to hurry up and pull that trigger. They got to get her on the main roster, make her some money, make the company some money, you right? Because she caters to that young girl, you know, genre demographic. Right. Demographic. My daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, loves Bailey. That's the first thing I say you know, whenever I'm watching a pay-per-view or whatever. I'll I'll yell in the other room, "Hey, women are wrestling. Here comes these two feet running down the hallway man <laughs> oh the women are wrestling is it bailey yeah it's bailey all right cool you know you can watch women go on <laughs> so, you know that's awesome but you know hell of a match new nxt women's champion and oscar yep. is just crazy good yeah next match oh the next thing uh not the match yet but just a little small highlight seeing bobby Roode there in the crowd that was nuts i was like wait a minute yeah what is going on here? Why? It, and I think he just tweeted something like, you know, just stay tuned or something like yeah, that. He's gonna, he's going to sign with NXT. Yeah, he has. I, I believe he has signed. When I heard NXT or when I heard TNA was losing Bobby Roode and Eric Young, my prediction was Bobby Roode comes to NXT and Eric Young is going to go to Ring of Honor. Half that's come true so far because I, I just don't see Eric Young. 
they're not they gonna. Said, they actually, what I read was they were more interested in Eric Young than Bobby Roode. Oh, so they're more interested in a short guy with a short guy with a beard. That's kind of a fan favorite. Eric Young has charisma. Yeah, uh, you he, can't. You can't. <laughs> what? To steal a, to steal a, to steal a uh, saying. You can't teach that. <laughs> you know he's got he's got charisma and he's already got a good character base. You know to build off of. You know he's he he was always a crazy character. He, you know, he's great at drawing heat too. Oh yeah. So you know it, no matter what he does, it, it gets yeah. people involved. But I ho- I hope they're both coming in. Oh yeah yeah I'd love to see both of them there. Yeah, it could start some sort of weird invasion, or it could have been just Vince saying. Or I just wish you know James Storm would have decided to to stay. Yeah, yeah, but poor guy. Yeah, yeah, that was a, <laughs> looking back. That was not a great decision. Was I'm it? not. I'm not who who. Sh- I'm not totally sure who soured on who. If well, he soured on them, or if they soured on they, him. They, I think the NXT kind of soured on him because he was a Billy Gunn guy, mm-hmm. and Billy Gunn got let go because of that. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And you know they saw him like well. That and apparently TNA threw him a shit ton of money. Okay. They're like, please, well, please come back. Please come back. <laughs> well, they learned from that one, didn't they? Yeah. And they lost Bobby Roode and Eric Young. Throw Mickey James off the platform again. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's yeah. such a stupid angle. Yep. What was the next match? Uh, but that brings us to the NXT Championship. Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. Violent match. I had a problem with them coming out constantly. Wiping the blood off Samoa yeah. Joe. I mean, it kind of a lot of people had a problem with that. Oh yeah, it kind of killed the whole momentum they had in the match. I like the fact that he was throwing the guys off of him though. That yeah. were try- they, he was shoving guys away from him that were trying to wipe the blood. <laughs> yeah, so and that adds that added to you know the realistic part of like this guy's an animal. Yep. You know, they're trying to get in there and help him. He don't want no help, and he's shoving people off of him like, get the hell off me. And I love that when um, at some point there was a chant like, let him bleed, let him bleed. Yeah. He starts <laughs> nodding along to it. It was PG sucks. P- yeah. fuck PG sucks. And, and fuck PG. And fuck PG. Yeah. Yeah. The best chant of the night, though, was in the Nakamura uh, Zane match, fight forever. Fight forever. Yeah, fight forever. Never forever. heard yeah. a chant. Never heard a fight forever chant and, before. And that was, that was great. But, it, you know, it kind of shocked me that Joe didn't go over and win the belt there. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, Finn Balor drops the belt. We're going to see him on either Mania or Raw with some buddies of his. And right. We we didn't get it. I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, well, shit, we may not be seeing Balor Club this weekend. But otherwise, you know, great physical match. It was just slowed down by, you know, I'm sure by that. By the blood. By, I'm sure, you know, Joe didn't plan on getting cut like that. And, right. And Especially that early. They might be using a different formula they might have learned uh from the past that you know maybe they shouldn't do everything the night after mania you know yeah they, we saw some debuts you know but yeah and it, <clears throat> i want to say this you know uh usually typically wrestlemania and it wasn't it didn't seem like it with this wrestlemania we can go ahead and jump right into it with this wrestlemania yeah um usually it's the culmination of a lot of angles and storylines and feuds mm-hmm and it's kind of like the end of their year, right? Right. It's the end, and then the next one, not on Raw. It's everything. It's, it's like a reset it's, button, yeah, right? Or, right. And it just didn't seem like that this year. You had a lot of ang- gimmicks carrying over. I mean, the mat. You know, we had. Well, the, I think I think everybody being injured really hurt that card. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, really hurt that card. Um, you know, and I honestly thought everybody that was on WrestleMania worked hard to make it a unique oh, show. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was a great show. 
Um, it's not the best WrestleMania ever. Oh no! By any it, by it, any stretch of the imagination, it's, it's not no the best 17. WrestleMania. It, no, nothing ever will be. <laughs> no, it, will be. it's not any anything like that. You know, by any stretch of the imagination. You know, but they surprised me. They made me go, "What the hell is that?" Yeah. And you know, they delivered good matches. And we're gonna they t- really did. We're gonna talk to Kevin Cerrito here in a bit about some stuff with WrestleMania. I really want to get in depth with it, you guys. Apparently, there was a problem with um, the Wi-Fi at AT and T Stadium, and that delayed a lot of people getting in. And then and I saw uh, something like, you know, was it forty thousand or something? Trying to get in through yeah. one tunnel. Yeah. And th- th- what that was, they're trying to put wristbands on as an extra security or something, and they realize like this is not going to yeah, work. That wasn't so working. So when you get to like these matches on the pre-show, it looks like no one's even there yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the pre-show matches, they were what they were. I mean, you know, I was running. I was actually cooking on the grill, slaving over a hot grill for you, Dan. Oh, yeah, and yeah, we were. We most were Eagle and We Duke. appreciated it, too. It was uh, good hope, food. Was the food good? Food was good. I, I can cook a burger. Yeah, can yeah you can, man. <laughs> uh, good cook. I, I ended up having uh, Papa Murphy's. Oh, nice. Did you get yeah. the five-meat oh, demon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> five-meat demon. Oh, That five-meat stuffed pizza is not. I slept good that not, night. Oh, Can't play I, with I that. Wouldn't <laughs> have, I wouldn't have slept at all because I've been backed up after eating all that. But, uh, you know, I was running in now, so I really didn't get to watch those matches. But Duke and Mo did, and I think they had a good time. And yeah. watching watching Mo, watching inter- watch a pay-per-view with Mo was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. He sure doesn't like Kevin Owens though. No, no, no. <laughs> Which he Kevin Owens, you know, we I don't really want to go through the pre show matches too much. I mean the total divas won, Bree got her go away. Kalisto kept the title, which we figured they weren't gonna have a title yeah. drop on the pre show. The Usos and the Dudleys. Well, I don't see Usos and the Dudleys. I think it was funny though that they were at AT and T Stadium and the Wi Fi went out. <laughs> hey man, Jerry! I mean. For some reason, Jerry, Jerry's world was just not ready for this paper. No, not at all. So, actually, uh, the guy I work with at the Grizzlies, he actually went to WrestleMania, and he, I think he said his seats were like the first row of of the risers. So I mean, mm-hmm. he was still. Pretty good ways away. He could see over everybody. Yeah, he was going to be able to still have, you know, a good view of everything. He wouldn't have to look up and watch it on the screen. Yeah. But said when he got there, they had double sold his tickets. Oh, damn. So there was another group there that supposedly had his seat and said they took him in the back and, you know, tried to fix it all and said he said to him it took forever. And he said he was, you know, trying to be polite, not trying to be an ass or anything, but, you know, at the same time, like, yo, you know, I spent a lot of money on this. I want to be out there watching. Mm-hmm. And eventually they moved him to fifth row. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Did he have fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He said it That's was That's awesome. Was it, it wasn't Vince, was it? <coughs> no. Okay. No. no. We, need to, we need to get this guy on. I have to have him come over one night. Yeah. I'll give him a call. Yeah. So, but the match opened up, and I thought this was shocking that it opened up with... The ladder match. I called that. I told you. I know that. They, I they know started you it with the, with the same thing last year. Yeah. I I would have thought AJ Jericho would have been the best way to start it off. You know, get that crowd. They could have gotten the crowd riled, mm-hmm. and then kept them. And then the ladder match come later and get them back up and going. Yeah. And the guy who nobody <laughs> picked, <laughs> nobody picked Zack Ryder except, except for Shaggy. Shaggy did pick Zack Ryder. Sh- Shaggy, Shaggy did. Pick Zack Ryder. Dude, he he so. was freaking out. He sent me a text during the <laughs> show. He was like, 
dude, I'm like freaking out right now. And, you know, he also called the American Alphas just because they started selling shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was, he's right on, man. Shaggy knows his stuff. <laughs> Shout out to at Shaggy Black on Twitter, TTHMC Podcast. But, yeah, when I, I, I was shocked. I w- and then they go drop it on. They dr- he drops it the next night. Yeah, yeah. to me. Like, well, that was fucking pointless. Because, <laughs> and because Maurice is back, like, yeah, ugh. gives two shits if, if she's back. Because yeah. apparently she's going to be on Total Divas, so they had oh, to bring her back to put her on. Son of a bitch! Yeah. Why can't they're this dropping? Show? I think they're dropping Alicia Fox, and they're dropping drop Paige so she can go back to being in the title picture. They're dropping yeah. one other person. I forgot who it was. Um. I, I think talking. Naomi's I coming it. back is like a full time or something. Yeah, I just read about it, but I can't check it now for some odd reason. But they're still, they're still, they're still going to have the Bellas on there for the next season. Yeah, like yeah. they're turning Bree's <laughs> retirement into a, like a freaking episode or something on there. Like I only watched like the, I think the first two episodes, <laughs> and then I was done with it. But I didn't, li- I don't like how it's not, it's not current with what you're watching on Raw. Yeah. I mean, I understand they really can't do that. They can't film all that. Here's an idea. Just stop the damn show. I've got inside information, too, that that whole thing's a fucking work anyway. Oh, yeah. All of it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can tell that off of the the first episode. I could tell that two two seasons in when, you know, uh, who is it? Uh, Summer Rae shows up. And uh, Summer Summer Rae shows up at uh, Natty's door or something. Right. And uh, she's got... (laughs) <laughs> she's got a problem with Natty, and all of a sudden she decides she's going to just slap her in the face. And I'm like, yeah, you'd be in jail right now if you did that. <laughs> I, I actually had kind of high hopes for that show. I thought, like, the way they were they were selling it was it was actually going to be more of a behind-the-scenes type thing, and you're actually going to get to know these people mm-hmm. and see what they go through. But uh, no, it's just another hour of wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's another hour of WWE. Right. Yeah. Scripted reality. Yeah. Yeah, well, I should have figured that when they put on E Network, you know. Yeah, that it's what I envision what Breaking Ground was, is what I thought Total Divas yeah, was going that's to be. That's what I thought, and I love Breaking Ground. Yeah, now that's a whole bad. lot that, better that, concept that than Total Divas. But we digress. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, a lot of cool spots in this match, and I saw a GIF today, and it was, um, it, it was titled "We're Destined to Do This Forever." <laughs> and it had the, it was Kevin the back body kept, drop onto the ladder. Kevin Owens yeah. kept body, back body dropping Sami Zayn onto the ladder, yep, man. Yep. And that last, that um, suplex he gave uh, Owens at the end there onto the ladder where Owens just laid oh there. Oh, my for, God. That yeah. painful. I think we, I, my reaction, if you remember, was, yep, he's dead. Yep. <laughs> uh, Sin Cara went off the ladder, or he got pushed off onto a ladder and did, ended up doing a... Um, Cross body onto another ladder onto was it Stardust or yeah yeah Sin Cara lo- onto Stardust on Stardust the I loved his the tights I love the hard the, times tights I love those tights yeah. a, a very classy tribute to his um, father yeah. and then the and then the ladder yeah the la- his own his own the, ladder yeah. polka dots a uh, small note on that and if anybody out there in the podcast world knows. Uh, Dustin Runnels is looking for the original NWA title that his father held. Wow. He says that it had. Th- there's a distinction in this one as it's got a dent in the globe on it, you know. And people have been. I've I've kind of been watching this to see if anybody comes up with it, but like, 
he's looking for the original NWA title that his father held, specifically the one that his father held. And he knows which one it is because it's got this little dent mark in the globe, and uh, I guess the glo- the globe emblem or something. Right, right. It's, it's got a dent mark in it somewhere. So he knows specifically like by, by, by looking at this dent mark which one it is, I guess. So, but if anybody out there, you know, uh, Dustin P. Runnels on uh, Facebook, if y'all want to get a hold of him, you know, I'm just passing the word along because I see it and I like the guy. I've liked the guy since he was Dustin Runnels on uh, Dustin Rhodes on WCW. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I've yeah. I've been a longtime fan of his. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> that he's looking for that title belt. So if anybody knows where it is, I think. Uh, I think he was even pointed to high spots at one point, and I don't think he heard back from them yet. So, Well, good luck to him. Good luck to him. But um, next match? Jericho and Styles. And they put these matches back to back, but <laughs> I think they're in the the reverse order. Uh, you know, the Styles clash now is so weak. Yeah. After that match. Yeah. It is, it is a DDT. It is a clothesline. It's a Hurricane Rana. It's they're, dr- they're wanting him to just do more of the the calf crusher, but even that didn't finish Jericho either. Yeah, but but that's know. a problem we've talked about. You know, finishers aren't finishers anymore. That's true. That's true. They're just another move. But yeah, Jericho going over made no sense to me. It made no sense to me yeah. either. But, I, and well, I was shocked. Un- by unless it. you think of it of it in a non kayfabe way, and Vince is not going to put over. Well, yeah, of course. Someone he didn't create. And you know what's crazy is AJ Styles has now wrestled in two of the biggest venues or in two of the biggest shows ever in wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom 10 over at the Tokyo Dome Yep. earlier this year and WrestleMania. That's incredible. And it, it would have been a great to put him over. It still just doesn't make sense of why why not. Oh, well, then, like, the next night he wins the number one right. contender yeah. and he's in the main event at Payback now. Right, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense at all. And it is Extreme Rules next. Yeah. Not Payback. Thanks, yeah. thanks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. Extreme Rules. Well, man, they need to get rid of that <clears> one anyway. We'll talk about more of that. Clash on a pole match. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Well, once he brings it down, it's not going to be effective. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Those guys go, went out there and – you're never going to see two harder workers against each other in a ring yeah. with Chris Jericho, with AJ Styles. Man, those guys are just lighting it up. Yeah, and they and they, it's just. I still think that Jericho's running in slow motion compared to, <laughs> compared to Styles. He's just. I won't. I won't say. I won't say slow motion. I'll take that back. I won't say slow motion. I'll say he's probably a half a step to a step behind him at all times. Right. You know, it feel. It just feels like. Styles is having to slow down to work Jericho almost, right. you know, it, and you know, Jericho's old. Yep, you know he's doing what he can. You know, yeah. gotta love him. You know, can't hate can't hate the guy for coming out and you know trying to get AJ over. You know, um, but <laughs> and then not putting him over, and then not putting him <laughs> over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. But don't understand. Overall, you know, great match. You no, know, yeah. Next I mean, match, knew it would be. League of Nations and New Day. New Day's entrance was the entrance of the night for me. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I'll, I'll discuss this with Kevin Cerrito here soon. But the Super Saiyan outfits. Xavier Woods is such a nerd <laughs> or a geek. I'm going to say a geek. And you know what? It made me so happy because he had a tail. Oh, yeah. He had the Saiyan tail mm-hmm. around. And he had the, you know, the Goku crazy haircut or Vegeta haircut. I don't know which one he was, but... 
you know, coming out of the big box of Bootio cereal with Bootios everywhere, kicking oh, yeah. around and stuff. And did you see the side of the box? Yeah. Pictures of the side oh, of the box yeah. and some of the it, ingredients. It ingredients. <laughs> that was awesome. Michael Coleisms. Yeah. <laughs> and then unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. And <laughs> League of Nations comes out, and they have to kick through all the bootios. Yeah. There's nothing flashy <laughs> yeah. to their entrance. They had their wear t-shirts, and they came. They're coming to the ring for a fight. Yeah, they, they know, came or, out as heels. Yeah. yeah, and it worked for them. Um, I don't. It's another one of those things where this WrestleMania to me was just weird. It was. Uh, I don't. There were so many heel fi- finishes that night. I don't get the so League of Nations going over there. I, I don't, don't. I don't get it either. And then immediately, Michaels, Stone Cold, and Mick Foley hit the ring and and right. do them in. Right. Right. You know, this is like, yeah, let's get this big heel group over and then have these three guys come out and squash them immediately. I think that was the whole point of that match was just to have Stone just Cold, to have that moment. Foley. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if New Day would have won, that wouldn't have happened. No. You know, unless, you know, the numbers took over and, you know, it was a quick roll-up or something and then all four members of League of Nations jumped on, but... Mm-hmm. Yep. But they had to cut the promo afterwards and... Yeah, when Sean came out in his gear, I'm like, what the hell? Sean Michaels is in his wrestling gear. Yeah. And then- <laughs> it was like the picture <laughs> we posted with of uh, Seth Rollins, the different faces oh, of yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that one thing, uh, one of the comments I made when Sean came out was like, you know, uh, he comes out and he's like, I'm hunting this shit, you know? <laughs> 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 you know, and then, and then like, eventually, like, Mick comes out and he's wearing what he usually wore to the ring. And then Stone Cold comes out and he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And Sean's looking over at Stone Cold. And I went, what? You didn't have to get dressed up for this? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture and I think it was um, when those guys were wrestlers or something, the Big E got a hold of one of Stone Cold's beers mm-hmm. and was drinking it like on the mat on the thing, and, it, and the caption was like, it's just one of those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out and destroy the League of Nations. Stone Cold does his thing. and He's dancing with, with Xavier. Xavier and stuns and, Xavier. <laughs> and, then, and I love Kofi. He's just there. Why? Why? And they didn't help him because I guess they realized like, yeah, we're not going to fuck with Stone Cold. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it, it was a good match. I love the New Day, and, you know, their entrance just was incredible. Probably the best entrance all weekend long. Yeah. But it didn't make sense for them to lose. No, no not at all. Matter. Next match? Uh, Looks like it was the Brock Lesnar and Ambrose street fight. This match was good, it, but to me it seemed short. It was, seemed very short. and An abrupt finish. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, just all of a sudden it was done. Right, right. And... You know, Dean didn't. There was no, and I know they don't. They're trying to get away from this in wrestling, but this is a match where you have to have color. Yeah, I know why you're laughing. The facial expression of Paul Heyman when Dean picked up the chainsaw. (laughs) 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 The facial expression alone was worth having that match. (laughs) And but you know, it's just no blood. And, and I know they're trying to get away from it, but this is like the one exception I think you had to make. You had to let those guys. If there's a chainsaw I mean, gets brought out, there should be blood. I don't I'm care gonna, if it's used if, or yeah. not. If I put barbed wire to my face in any way, I'm sure there's going to be blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dean rubbed his face on it like it was a licked, towel. He practically ate it. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> no blood. It, it was just, it was just weird. It, and it was PG barbed wire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay, and a PG chainsaw. Yeah. And I like Brock teasing him with the kendo sticks. I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. But, you know, people crap on Roman Reigns for having two or three moves. Brock has two. He has a German suplex, and he has an F5. But he's Brock fucking Lesnar. Yeah, whatever. Technically, (laughs) he's got three. He's got the Kimura. He doesn't even do the Kimura anymore, though. He did last time, but not this time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just short... And it just it, it just added to the weirdness of this WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. And the, the quote of the night that Dan gave me was, um, you know, Rock comes out later with a flamethrower. <laughs> like, Dean Ambrose really could have used that thing. <laughs> but I guess that wouldn't work out. Yeah, that was so good. What was the next match? Helena Zell, Taker and Shane. There was not There's one thing to this match, and that was Shane McMahon's yeah, spot. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it. it. This was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I mean, for these two, I mean, granted, yeah, it would have been a hell of a lot better 10 years ago, but I mean, this, this match only had the one spot, really. Right. That's all it was. I mean, and I'll tell you this, and Dan can tell you, I started covering my eyes mm-hmm. when Shane got to the top and started looking down. I was like, don't do this. Don't do it, Shane. Do not <laughs> I was, do this. I was so, I was, he got to the top, and it took forever for him to decide to jump oh, yeah. off. You know? And I was just like, did I, shit, did I tell them to build this cell 30 feet high or 40 <laughs> feet high? Damn it. <laughs> but I, I, was having a, I almost had a panic attack. Like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. And when that he jumped off. That was a off, long way down. Uh, that was a long way And, you way know, down. you could see kind of like how padded that um, table was that he went through. Mm, yeah, if you go, 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 no, go back and watch it. And there was stuff underneath that table. To come okay. okay. Well, underneath it. Okay. Maybe yeah, underneath maybe. it, but it, you know, nothing but plywood on the top of it. Yeah. Right, right. But he, it went through onto some well, rather bouncy. It's still a rough landing. From <laughs> well, you know, to I'm, land not, on I'm not. I'm not from 40 high, feet yeah. up. You know? And I'm not taking that away from him. It's just, you know, it was a letdown of a match. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool he came out with his kids. Yeah. yeah. That, I liked his entrance. That was nice. Undertaker's entrance seemed to not take forever. Hmm. Because everybody sat through the Hall of Fame the night before. Yes. So so in retrospect, (laughs) the entrance wasn't as long. But, uh, you know, it just, it was, and it didn't matter anyway, because on the next night of Raw, Shane got control of Raw. Yeah, but that was just for for the night. night. So, but, you know, it may may end up being full-time. We don't know yet. Next match. The Andre the Giant long title match. That was I loved. I actually really enjoyed that. Was the a cool, Royal. yeah. That was a cool battle royal. Tatanka was in it, man. Freaking Tatanka, Shaquille, freaking O'Neal, <laughs> Diamond Dallas really? Page, and we're going to talk about this with Kevin Sirito. I thought Diamond Dallas Page looked great. Oh, yeah, DDP you know, was awesome. He yeah. looked great, and you know, I and for me, I, I'm happy. The right person won it, in my opinion. Baron because, Corbin, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to set him Kinda, up. It was to a be surprise a, entrance, as far as we know. And right? he didn't. He didn't even have a big entrance. He came in with the crowd. You know. It seemed like they were all walking to the ring, mm-hmm. and you kind of didn't see Baron Corbin. I didn't, and then I didn't notice it until the match. Started. I was like, Baron Corbin's in yeah. this match. That's awesome. And then I was like, Tatanka's in this match. That's crazy. <laughs> and then DDP got his entrance, and yeah. yeah. And it looks like Shaq. they're trying to. They may be setting up Shaq versus Big Show next year at WrestleMania. That's what Shaq wants. He even yeah. said, like in the interview, you know, he wants Big Show next year at WrestleMania. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that may end up being like Undertaker. They double choke slammed Kane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah, but uh, Baron Corbin, it sets him up to be a huge heel because yeah. he has something to boast about. Or it sets him up to be buried because apparently anybody who wins this match is nothing. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. <laughs> well, Show won it last year. 
and he's still employed. So <laughs> and now he's, yeah. he's never going away. <laughs> but it was all right. Uh, well, no, that's not true now, because um, when he was on Stone Cold's podcast, he said he's got two good years left. Oh, anyway, well, he's yeah. done. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. next match. Uh, it's when they brought out The Rock. Did we skip a match? Not according to WWE. Okay, the women's match hadn't happened already by the time. Don't refresh. <laughs> yeah, I can't refresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was under there. It was before the Hell in a Cell. Okay, I thought but, so. Yeah. I loved Charlotte Flair's entrance in that one. Yeah, Charlotte. With with Ric Flair's old robe. Yeah. Yep, Ric Flair. She had Ric Flair's old robe. and His, then, re- his retirement match <laughs> robe. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sasha comes out. And she's wearing Eddie Guerrero tights. That's all. That was yeah. awesome too. And then like Becky comes out, and I'm like, "Great! I'm not wearing anything historic." <laughs> <laughs> she, she left with something historic though. Those oh, ladies, Shiner, man. <laughs> oh yeah, those ladies tore it up. Yeah, they did. They stole yeah. the show. That was in a great, my opinion. Great match. That moonsault Charlotte Flair hit mm-hmm. to the outside. I thought I've seen. That's one of the best moonsaults I think I've ever seen. It was just. Yep. It looked incredible, um, and and. You know, I was really I, I think I picked Charlotte or Sasha to win, but I think the right winner won. I have no problems with Charlotte winning that match because it's kind of like it, it, for her it felt like a kind of like a title retainment. And we got the new thank God WWE that women's belt, title. That belt looks Their championship. Awesome. Throw that title. butterfly <laughs> bitch in the trash can. <laughs> Dude, put that in the next put that in the next ship that's going into outer space. Yeah. And leave it there so that some alien race finds it and says, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. No, you, you already know Earl Hebner's selling it out back right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Kyoto probably picked it up. And he's going to prance around in, the, in, in it. You know. But anyway, you know that belt looks fantastic. I love the design of it. And people will be like, oh, man. And I love the presentation of it, too, with Lita and all yeah. that. Yeah. That was a yeah. great way to introduce that belt. Right. And the right person won because, you know, the Divas title – or the champion is still the champion, and now Sasha Banks is probably going to be that person chasing it. Well, actually, after Raw, it looks like Natalia. Yeah, Natalia's going after which, her now. That makes me happy too. Yeah, we know how much I love Natalia. What was the next match? Uh, then that was The Rock coming out to announce Bray the, Wyatt gets killed again by someone at WrestleMania. Yeah, basically. I mean, you can say, and uh, my buddy Fred. And granted, at, he's still injured, but if that's the case. Don't put him out there. Well, you know, I think The Rock asked him if he wanted to do it. Um, My buddy Fred over at the Kayfabe Connection, letter K-F-A-B-E Connection on Twitter and on iTunes. Go subscribe, go follow. Great wrestling fan. He teaches me a lot about wrestling outside of the WWE and NXT. Um, But, you know, he... uh, you know, he he was complaining. He he went on a good s- small rant about like, oh, he got a rub from the Rock. He got the rub. Like, yeah, that's great. He's gotten the rub for the past three years, and what has it gotten him? Not shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna I'm gonna discuss this with Kevin Cerrito here soon. Um, and but I just didn't like I I, I you know he there was a six second match with Eric Rowan, and then which was completely pointless. Yeah, it was a rock bottom and done. Braun Strowman, you know, <laughs> you want to have this monster, but you're not doing anything with them. Yeah. And then the Bray has to catch a people's elbow to end the night. Yeah, because, I mean, they were, you know, for the longest time, they were talking about having Braun Strowman win the the Battle Royal, and that was going to be his, you know, big push, and then didn't even have him in it. Just doesn't, uh, whatever. 
<laughs> the Rock had a flamethrower. That was the coolest thing about it all. And then Cena came out to help him. Yeah. Which Cena, and he's still not going to be cleared full-time for quite a while. Yeah, they're saying maybe May. <laughs> what? Why didn't he just keep the flamethrower and keep Cena in the back? There you go. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you, go. you had a fucking flamethrower. Why did you put the flamethrower down? <laughs> and then that brings us to... The championship match. Finally. Four hours later, we're finally at the main and event. And this match didn't even start until like 10.30. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it was a lot... It, it was all, it was all 10 right. 1045 if you wasn't. count the speech that Stephanie McMahon gave. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, no. That was pretty cool though. That intro that, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yes. And do you know who all those people were that were in the masks? All the NXT guys. Oh yeah, yep. a bunch of NXT Hideo guys. Itami was one of them yeah. I saw and Baron Corbin was actually there. So he had a WrestleMania moment. And he was dude in the mask and all and I I saw a funny edited pic where uh that had Stephanie and she was on top of that little platform and everything and it had the Ghostbusters underneath her. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Steph on Zool or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but as great. far as the match goes, you know, it it went like you thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. But I was expecting more out of that match. I thought there'd be some sort of interference. Steph got a spear. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool moment. And then did you see the picture based off that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. We're going to tell Triple H. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was that picture, like, she actually had a grin on her face as she was laying there, and it, that's what made it. Yeah, and Roman looked like he had just, yeah. yeah we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, we all knew Triple H was going to drop the title to Roman, give him his WrestleMania moment. And, you know, you can actually hear them. If you go back and watch Roman Reigns' entrance mm-hmm. into that match, you can actually hear them cut volume to the mics yeah uh, <laughs> so that his, when he you know, won too yeah yeah they edited in cheers you know you some could, people, it was so it, blatantly obvious they edited in cheers it it, it, it depends on who you ask because x-pac said that people were going were going crazy there mm-hmm. and, I, and i don't i don't know how good x-pac's word is because he's probably high the whole time he was at the match <laughs> hopefully you, <laughs> i hope yeah, um, I'll, I'll delete that invite to be on the show, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and I've, 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 I had, I put it on. I asked the people on Reddit, and they said, you know, it, the people there were more people cheering, and the people that were going to boo range just didn't have a reaction at all. Yeah. So that's why the cheers may have sounded a little louder because other people were just like, "Huh, eh, thank God." More than likely, it was like, "Can we go home now? Yeah, I don't really. want to be a wrestling anymore." There more, it was like. Shit, I gotta walk to the car now. Do y'all <laughs> think that's taking away from watching wrestling now? Is the crowd? Because it seems like the crowd now they're only they only want to be there is just to start chants and get on TV. Yeah, there there is some instances when they start chants and it takes away from a well, match. It depends on how it's done because at the NXT show, the the chants just seem so organic, like that fight forever chant. That right. Was, that, I mean, yeah, that was. But a that's good a one. that's a basic organic reaction to a match there's a lot of times when you're watching raw and the crowd just kind of like goes off on their own well, they just start that, their own chance and the just problem to with and the re- I, I think the problem with that is they're not getting a good product in the ring i i beg to differ there well, because not, they have chanted during some of the new uh women's matches you know the new girls they've chanted during their matches and shit all over them and Paige actually got uh, pissed and went off on Twitter a couple of times about it. Yeah. You know, he's just like, y'all wanted us out here. We're out here. And now y'all are chanting about other shit and everything and not even watching yeah. the match, you know? 
Yeah. It's um, like sometimes I like I'll I'll turn the volume down where I don't have to listen to it. You know, I just want to watch well that, the match. That also helps with the commentary part of them. Yeah, well. but I mean, halftime you you can't. I mean, when when you hear the crowd going, you know, immediately you're trying to figure out what they're saying. Right. But then you're doing that the entire match, and you're not paying attention to the match, and it's just because all the people in the crowd are just trying to get their moment. They're they're trying to hijack the show. Yeah. Right. Well, it just it, it honestly it depends on the crowd too. Well, yeah. I mean, in Philadelphia. It, sometimes it's cool. you know you're you brace for it. Chicago. Yeah. Brace for it. Right. Brooklyn. New York or anywhere up in there, brace for it. Northeast, but, yeah. You know, and me- when they when NXT came to Memphis, you know, the arch we chanted. You know, I don't I don't feel like we tried to hijack it, and it was also a house show. Mm-hmm. wasn't on TV right, or anything right. like that. But you know, our chance. I thought we did. I thought we were a great crowd. Yeah. And I'm not like shitting on people who start chants, but right. it just seems like well, here lately that's the only yeah. reason they go is to start chants and see what they can get going. And it seemed like when last time Raw came to Memphis, I don't think you know we're not the type of crowd that's going to take over a show. And I, mainly it's because you know for a lot of us wrestling is every was re, was everything here in Memphis, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we go to a show just to watch it. Yeah, and you know we don't get those loud pops or anything like that mainly because you know we're. We're such a spoiled wrestling crowd over the years that yeah. we've seen yeah. a lot of stuff and but some shit go down here, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now one of the, one of the funniest chants I think we ever had in Memphis was um, Lita and Trish, and uh, I actually helped start one of those. Yeah, <laughs> we started we started chanting "Whoop that, that whoop trick. that trick, whoop that trick, yeah, yeah. whoop that trick." So. But that's become a, a Memphis but no, chant they, anyway. Now yeah. they had freaking Big Show say that on the air one night yeah. when he was here in Memphis. You know. They had him saying, I'm going to whoop that trick. And everybody was like, oh, he said it. (laughs) But (laughs) side note, anytime I think of Big Show here in Memphis, two stories come up. One, it was on, I think they were here for SmackDown, and he was trying to, like, show his strength, and they had a Jeep up on the stage. Yeah. And he was going to, you know, supposed to just tip it over. And they even had it it jacked up on one side. Before he could tip it over, but I remember he tried and tried and couldn't do it and got pissed and slapped the windshield and it shattered. <laughs> Golly. And then the other one was one night, uh, years and years ago, we went to an unnamed club and <laughs> he walked in and went and sat down off to the side and then Raven walks in and everybody's like, oh yeah, your friend's over here. And Raven walked in and gave Big Show a lap dance right there. <laughs> that was something to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our WrestleMania review. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do we'll talk a little bit about Raw. Uh, we're going to talk to Kevin Cerrito. We're going to do our Memphis Wrestling Moment Superstar of the Week and get out of here. Stick around, folks. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast. And joining us now is the Trivia Master of Memphis. You can catch him on Sports 56 FM 8770. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Kevin Cerrito of Cerrito Live. Thank you so much for coming on our show. What's up? Happy end of the WrestleMania week. I got to tell you, this weekend, for me at least, with NXT Friday, the Hall of Fame Saturday, WrestleMania Sunday, and then WrestleMania was a six-hour show. By the time Monday got around, uh, it, it's I was pretty exhausted. Yeah, I mean, it was it was. Well, I mean, just WrestleMania by itself was like eight hours or so. Uh, yeah, having the, on the bookends the better two things, right, with Monday Night Raw and NXT. But uh, you could do the 10 hours of, of WrestleMania, which was pretty good. Yeah, and 
I don't think it was a bad WrestleMania. My word I would use to to describe it was weird. Just with the way I guess yeah. Some of the matches with the finishes. I mean, uh, case in point, AJ Styles losing to Chris Jericho didn't make any sense to me. It didn't. You combine that with what happened the next night on Raw, and so it makes a little bit of sense with the whole 50-50 booking mindset, but I don't think that should have happened. I think he should have won a Mania, should have won on Raw, and then just kept his momentum going and just being just hot and unstoppable. But uh, that's I don't book WWE's. But, yeah, I mean, that was shocking. I, I don't know. I mean, the thing about Mania is it didn't disappoint because it didn't really have that much to, to disappoint with. So it kind of met the expectations, which were very low, right? Right. As, which puts it in, in the book at the average WrestleMania. People got a couple surprises, which you want at a Mania, whether you like the surprises or not, whether you like Shaq and DDP being in the – in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, whether you like Zack Ryder winning the IC title, you got your surprises. You got Shane McMahon jumping off the top of the, the cell. So you got what you expected to happen with Shane jumping off uh, the top of the cell. You got a couple of surprises thrown in. So I think it, it, it met the expectations, but the expectations were just really low. I can agree to that. I, I, let's go. Let's Let's start off with the biggest – news of the night before the WrestleMania even started. You got the new women's championship and I love that new title. I love it so much more than the Divas butterfly belt. Uh, and that was a match. I, the women's match, it stole the show to me, at least I thought it was a tremendous match. The, the, uh, moonsault Charlotte flair hit was one of the most beautiful moonsaults I think I'd ever seen. And, the right woman won in this case, you know, hand off the Divas title, keep the title on her. You know, Sasha's going to be great in the chase. And it, it just, that was the best match of the night. What'd you think about the women wrestling? I think it was the best ma- match of the night too. And it took me a minute though to think about it. That was kind of the, the problem with WrestleMania. Cause after, so after trivia on Tuesday night, I always does trivia at the rec room and I'm on my way. I don't know if you've been to the rec room yet, but oh, yeah. they've got all these big screens and people play play video games on. You can play video games on these ginormous screens. And this group of guys, like five guys, they're playing uh, some WWE. There was actually two screens. This is this past Tuesday at ten o'clock at night in Memphis, Tennessee. We are the wrestling capital of the world. Yes, sir. Uh, wrestling is on our brain constantly. But two of the 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 five screens I think they've got up there had wrestling video games on, so I stopped to talk to a couple of the guys and asked them what they thought about WrestleMania, and they were kind of like, yeah, and one guy gave me a thumbs down, and we got to talking, and one of them asked me, like, what was your favorite match? And I was like, man, that's that's tough. That's a tough one. Not, I mean, I wanted it to be AJ Styles-Jericho. It definitely was. I mean, you yeah, are right. It match. was the women's triple threat match. It was the triple the women's triple threat was it, but it's really one of those manias you're going to remember the moments more than anything. Like I said, Shane O'Mac, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Rock with the Flame uh, Thrower was interesting. Uh, <laughs> My joke about the flamethrower was, <laughs> where was that when Dean Ambrose was trying to take care of Brock Lesnar? A flamethrower would have done him pretty good in that match. Very good point, because he had all those weapons that there was no way he was going to use. <laughs> like weapons that they don't even use on The Walking Dead. <laughs> like he had in that match. <laughs> Oh man, and but 
that match was disappointing. And I mean, it was good, but I mean, was, so nothing special happened. And it was short in that match. And they teased a lot. So if anything underperformed, it was that match. Yeah, I mean, and it should have been longer considering Roman Reigns in your main event was as long as it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as far as the Mania, they had they, they had memorable moments, and they did the best they could with what they had. And the fact that you've got your returns of John John Cena came out and hung out with The Rock, and The Rock had an impromptu match, and that was kind of exciting. It's something you might remember uh, down the line because it's, it's just I'm assuming it's on the Wikipedia page. Like it's the uh, what was it, the semi-main event? Was it the match before the main event, wasn't it? And it's going to be on there, the Rock beat, uh, what's his name? Bray Wyatt. Family. The, and he is, he is, his, if The Undertaker has the greatest record. Bray. He didn't bring, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he beat Eric Rowan and then he dropped a people's yeah, elbow had, on Bray. Yeah. So Bray's not turning out good in these WrestleManias these days. But at the end of the day, it's good. I mean, positive spin on Bray. It looks like on Monday, they look like they, they've, finally turned him face because he can't lose. There's no more uh, faces for him to lose to, I guess. But at, at every WrestleMania, he's in a high-profile spot. He's losing to a Hall of Famer every year. John Cena year one, Undertaker year two, The Rock year three. So if he's going to have to lose a WrestleMania, if you tell me I have to lose a WrestleMania every year, at least it's a lose to a Hall of Famer each and every year. So in, in some capacity, even though it wasn't an official match with The Rock, which maybe they should have. You're looking at what happened. Like, why couldn't they have done John Cena and The Rock versus The Wyatt as an advertised match and just had it last, last the, the six seconds and they get to do all their moves and all that. They could have done it that way mm-hmm. uh, to begin with. Mm-hmm. I agree. What was your favorite entrance of the night? Uh, Stephanie McMahon really was the best. Oh, you like that one? I, but I mean, I, I did because it was surprised me. I knew New Day was going to do something nice and something awesome. And New Day's entrance was great. Their weird Jeff Jarrett outfits that they had on. The, uh, well, Dragon for, Ball Z, Jeff Jarrett. Oh yeah, with the for the for a nerd like me, it was it was heaven seeing those guys in DBZ outfits. Yeah, coming out with the bootios. So maybe 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 it was New Day, but I was hoping to see I was hoping to see unicorns mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, or a bunch of people playing. Uh, trumpets, something oh, a little bit yeah, that been uh, cool. on a larger, which they can say that till next year, you know, but mm-hmm. trumpets are never going to be as, as uh, hot as it is right now with the crowd, but. Good point, good point. Do you think they're setting up Shaq Big Show for next year? Shaq says he wants a match with Big Show next year, and, you know, I here's my problem with what they did with Shaq in that Battle Royal. Uh, yes, Shaq is a big dude. He's strong, but he's not a wrestler. And yeah. and it, it, but it's WrestleMania. It, it is, and you need moment. You know, they like to do their big celebrity moments like that. And I don't know. It was. I mean, I guess it would be cool if anyone's going to wrestle Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, the only person that makes sense is the Big Show because he's the guy that gets killed by celebrities every year at WrestleMania. Right. It, that moment really, uh, I think it hurt the big show in a way because it blew my mind on this. Because in WWE for years and years and years, you always got big shows, the world's largest athlete, right? He's so huge. And then Shaq gets in the ring and faces him pretty much eye to eye. And I'm like, wait a minute. Big show is not the world's largest athlete. It looks like Shaq is just mm-hmm. the big show. Mm-hmm. So what is all this hype about the big show? Shaq could be 
Uh, it could be an interesting matchup if they somehow figure out a way to make it happen. Because I mean, it's the best use for Big Show they could possibly do is have him wrestle Shaq next year. If he's going to have to have a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, there's and, not there's not much you can else you can do with the Big Show, besides turn him again. Turn him again. So he'll probably turn two or three more times before next year's WrestleMania. So he'll probably turn two that, or three more times before SmackDown tonight. Right, <laughs> and it's pre-recorded. Yeah. I, don't know how he got it. I don't know how. He, <laughs> well, what do you think of the winner of that match? How do you like them um, letting Baron Corbin get the winner of the big Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? I thought it was an interesting choice. I mean, we were both. I remember seeing you at NXT. We hung out at NXT. You saw him at NXT. He was like the least over person at NXT at Minglewood Hall in Memphis. I thought. I thought he got the least amount of any reaction from anybody uh, of all of the matches, mm-hmm. and. I mean, he's big, he's tall, he fits that for WWE. I really like, well, back up a little bit, but I really like the placement of DeAndre the Giant because I, while WrestleMania was going on, I thought it was going to be on the pre-show initially, and it wasn't right. on the pre-show. And, I was, and I'm like, I think they figured out the perfect spot for that because you have uh, this new era, right, of women's wrestling and not divas wrestling anymore. So you're mm-hmm. going to have good women's matches. And so you can't put your throwaway Divas match right there before the main event. So that match is always going to come probably right now fourth to last because Taker's going to be three to, third to last. And then your second to last match, you got to fill in that gap. So they kind of got this, uh, you know, they, they've made this honor that, of winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal as a thing. And so it's kind of a match that can honor things, but also like throw back to things. And you can get to see Tatanka, DDP in the Battle Royal. You get to see new young uh, stars from NXT, and you get to see everybody else they need to throw in there to get their WrestleMania uh, payday, and you don't know who's going to win. So I really like that match, and especially that spot on the card. I think it's perfect going forward. Uh, and I, I would not be surprised if every year the Andre the Giant Battle Royal is next to last, and every year you see somebody like DDP or yeah. Tatanka come back, and somebody wins. It's surprising, because they can't ever have a surprise win of the Royal Rumble. It's just like almost impossible. Right. So your one battle royal a year that you can get a surprise winner is the Andre the Giant battle royal. How, nobody expected Corbin to win, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have picked him if I was booking this show. How how crazy was it getting? I mean, Diamond Dallas Page. How crazy was it? How good looking he was? I mean, he looked the exact same as he, as fifteen years ago. Yeah, and that's that DDP yoga, right? That's what they tell you. Yeah. That's... Um. Whatever the DDP yoga does, I'm assuming Shawn Michaels does the DDP yoga because he looked pretty good too. Yep. And he looked like he was ready to get in the ring at WrestleMania. Uh, but that, would you have picked Corbin to win? Like, if anybody at NXT that you're going to put over in that match, why not give it to Samoa Joe? The crowd would have gone wow. bananas. And, or even Apollo Crews. You're going to debut Apollo Crews the next night on Monday Night Raw? Have him win that. That's a better spot for that. Uh, for him to win, so I don't. Know, I would have picked another or somebody else, somebody a, a different talent, but it gives him something. Yeah, and, and Apollo Cruz has a lot of other things, and so does Samoa Joe. So I guess they don't need that trophy to help get him over. And I think Baron Corbin winning is going to help put him over more as a heel because it gives him something to boast about. Yeah, that's the one thing I like about it. But and it, it, you could have said the same for Samoa Joe. Yes. See, what I like about Baron Corbin and what they did with him, they kind of snuck him into the match. He didn't have an entrance like DDP. He didn't have an entrance like Mark Henry. He didn't have an entrance like Big Show or Shaq, you know. He just kind of 
snuck in there, hung out in the back, you know, had some good spots in the match, and then finally dumped the last guy over. And I, you know, I thought it was a good way for him to win it. Yeah, I mean, it was a surprise. You had that on there with with Zach Ryder. Those are your big surprises. Oh my goodness, let me tell you about that. I. <laughs> I was not, I that was the last person I I had that I thought would would have won the Intercontinental title at this pay per view. To me, I thought it was going to come down. Oh, to we were doing yeah, Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, and for them to pull the switch on Ryder, you know, it, it, it made me really happy for Zack Ryder, and then it made me really sad when they had him drop it the next night on Raw, and you know, it makes your I think it doesn't help the IC title out at all to make it such a hot potato title. Uh, um, I don't think Maurice being back is that big of a deal to where it should have put the Miz over with the IC title, but that's just me. No, oh, yeah, it's not just you. I mean, okay, so Zack Ryder win was awesome uh, as far as it being a surprise to kick off the show. Oh, but I, even last, like on, on my radio show last week, we were previewing WrestleMania and we were talking about this match, and I was just, I was going on and on how this, like, this should be a, a fatal four way because there's three people in this match who have no chance to win. What's the point of they doing where they do to get there? And, and it was Sid Carr, of course, and Zack Ryder and uh, Stardust. But then Stardust comes out in those awesome tights, uh, honoring his dad. Oh, like, yeah, oh, that no, was maybe awesome. Maybe they're going to let him win. He's got his own ladder. Maybe he's going to win it. Never thought Sid Carr was going to win. Um, and I never thought Zack Ryder was going to win until he actually <laughs> won. But that's kind of it was a cool angle they did with him taking his picture with Scott Hall mm-hmm. as a kid. That stuff was cool. But of course, he, he dropped it to the Miz the next night. And, yeah. Uh, just, if you wanted the are. Miz to be the champion, just have him win it and not kill your title a little bit the next night. Uh, what did you think? Did you get to watch the pre-show matches? I, you know, I was uh, I was actually cooking out, so I did a lot of running in and out of thing, and it sucked because apparently they had a problem with the Wi-Fi there at AT and T Stadium, and they couldn't. They were having a problem with um, tickets being scanned or whatnot, not being able to get people in actually in, and then they had this giant rush, and I saw a picture where they had like, you know too many people and they only had access to one quarter to let these people in because they wanted to wristband them and finally they they uh finally just said you know what just go to your seats and you know it really affected the Ryback Kalisto match because it looked like you know the arena was barely had anyone in it at all for that match yeah I went I went over to Dustin five stars uh Wrestlemania party it's where I usually go every year and I'm kind of and I go there for most of WrestleMania, and it lasts forever. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's on Walking Dead finale night. So I usually watch most of WrestleMania. I have to deal with every year now. WrestleMania's on the same night as the Walking Dead finale, and <laughs> and then the, the Raw after Mania is always on like the same night as the NC2A Championship game. So it's there's a lot of trying to balance what you watch and what you don't. But I was over at Five Stars, uh, Five Star State, and we were. Mostly following on Twitter because I thought it was fascinating because there's Memphians who, who I'm friends with who were at Trivia Mania mm-hmm. uh, who also made the trip to, to WrestleMania. And you're following them on Twitter like NBAK and and other folks who the pictures just blew my mind of the people waiting to get in that in mm-hmm. that arena. I was at WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. the best WrestleManias of all time. And it, just getting into the building was a took forever. It was the Superdome though mm-hmm. in New Orleans, a very old, a very old uh, stadium that was never, you know, back in the day, they didn't build these things thinking like, okay, what about this? What about that? Like, right. I thought that here we are in the 
uh, 2010s that they have figured out, I would assume, a way to accommodate the number of folks. Like, hey, the concourse needs to be this big or the steps need to be this big. So when we have a crowd of this size and this magnitude, they can get in and out quicker. But it looks like uh, AT&T Stadium does not have that. The, the most expensive state-of-the-art football uh, stadium in the country still couldn't get things done when they uh, had over 100,000 people in there, which is a lot of folks. Yeah. But I don't know how early you got to get to WrestleMania now. Yeah. Like, I don't know how – if I ever go back to WrestleMania, I don't – I just assumed it was Superdome. And and once you get inside, that's the worst. There's nothing worse than, like, waiting outside forever than finally getting in and not being able to move. And mm-hmm. then you're like, well, do I go to my seats and then try to go to the bathroom and try to get something to, to drink? It just would be miserable. But as far as the matches on the pre-show, I mean, hey, Kalisto beat right back. Big deal. Uh, <laughs> to start things off, the Divas match was – Viva's match was boring uh, outside the finish, which was great. Anytime there's a little bit of Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, that's good. And what was the, what was the other one? What was the third match? We had um, the Usos oh, and the, the Dudleys. Table, the non-tables Dudleys match. Oh, the free show was just awful. So those people, at least the people who didn't get in didn't miss much because right. I think everybody was in their seat by, by the IC title match. Right, and you know, I was kind of actually shocked they kind of opened up the show with that. I thought it, they would have probably opened up with something like AJ and Jericho, you know, put your um, put your ladder match in the middle of the card to kind of get the crowd back into the show. You know, if you had a couple of matches that you thought might might have um, you know taken the crowd a little long, but you know, overall, I, I, it was a good show. Like I said, weird but good. Did you get to watch any other wrestling this weekend? Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You had some. Well, no, I mean, I watched the, I mean, I watched the NXT takeover, and I watched Monday Night Raw. And I really, I think it probably liked Raw the best because it really did live up to the, to the hype of the best Raw of the year. Because it's and the way they started, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's gonna live up to the hype because you have Vince McMahon coming out here and being, and and you have Michael Cole, like, it's, you know, they're getting fit, fed to say this crowd's gonna be crazy tonight. Don't listen to what this crowd says. Who knows what they're gonna do? He's saying that over and over. Right. But, man, did they have a lot of people get called up from NXT. You had the return of Cesaro. That means to put on an awesome show, the quote-unquote best role of the year, and they did it without Brock, without Dean Ambrose, without Triple H, without Stephanie McMahon, without John Cena, without The Rock. They did it without so many people who were on the night before. But take take away the... Uh, I didn't like the 50-50, like, night two. Here are the Dudleys are getting their win back, and everybody else is getting their wins back, and you have rematches from the night before, which wasn't even that great of a card to begin with. Right. Um, wasn't as big a fan of that, but outside of that, the surprise. I mean, they kept bringing people out when you're like, okay, well, that's who they're bringing up today, or announcing that this, this so-and-so is going to be on SmackDown. And, yeah, and but I liked Raw. NXT had great wrestling, obviously. Oh, it, was great. it was a great show. Match of the weekend for me was, of course, Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I thought, uh, and that tag match was great. The whole I love the whole NXT card from top to bottom, and it's just it's it's because it's a wrestling show. I've heard people when they came to Memphis, you know, they were kind of dumping on it, saying, you know, well, there was no promos or anything like that. It was, it was just wrestling. And I was like, that's the best part of the show. Right. So, and yeah, I was, true. and I was yeah. kind of there, I was kind of actually disappointed a little bit in the raw, um, afterwards with no, 
Yeah, no, I thought, you know, I thought for Everyone sure. I should hate it. I'm not, I, you shouldn't hate it. I, cause overall I thought it was a great show. I love the, the last match and how it ended, but overall, you know, no Bailey. I thought that was, I thought for sure they were going to call her up and put her in the women's title picture. Cause you know, the, that crowd is chanting for her the whole time during that, uh, Charlotte flair promo. And then, you know, I really thought that either at mania or the Monday after you're going to see the debut of bulletproof or the Balor club or whatever they were going to be. I mean, Doc Gallows and uh, Tommy Machine Gun or Ken Machine Gun. What is his name, Mike? Anderson. Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Where they're going to be there, and that you know I, that's a small thing, but I thought, man, man, that Monday after Raw, the crowd would crowd would if Bailey would have come out during Charlotte Flair's promo, that crowd would have become unglued. Yeah, I mean. Most people expecting Bailey. I think I predict, I've been saying that everybody's been predicting Bailey would be on this Raw. This would be the Raw. Also, Samoa Joe. I saw both of them. I know Samoa Joe's run his course now in, in NXT. Bailey, uh, no longer the champ over there. So it just made sense. This is the time. But uh, they decided to go in a direction. Who knows what they'll do next week? They still brought a lot of folks up uh, from NXT. And you got to see Return of Cesaro. And you got to see AJ Styles become the number one contender for the WWE uh, championship, which is just awesome in itself. It's phenomenal. And, but even though I think my prediction is that somehow on Monday, Vince is going to say, hey, Shane was in charge. That doesn't count. You're not the number one contender. <laughs> right. <though. laughs> so, and, and putting Shane That's in, what I'm expecting to happen. Putting Shane in charge was kind of weird, in my opinion, because – the whole thing was, you know, you're going to wrestle the Undertaker, and if you lose, you don't get any stake whatsoever. You have to burn this whatever lockbox up, and it's kind of like, okay, well, you you lost, but here you go. Well, yeah, I don't know. Vince reacting to the crowd. I mean, I knew the crowd was going to be crazy, but Shane really didn't run Raw. That's the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, what did he do different? Like, he never really came out and did anything. Right. Um he just says Shane made his decision backstage, and Shane made Cesaro healthy. I don't know exactly what he did, but uh, I do think it could just be a setup to say, hey, AJ's not – I'm sorry, you're not the number one contender. Which is a great but way to tick we off don't the know fans. What Stephanie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't know what Stephanie or Triple H are doing uh, and how they're going to be uh, reacting to what happened on Monday. And I'm fascinated to see how all of it – Kind of goes forward, uh, pretty much across the across the board. And like when John Cena will officially be back. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. We had to get to WrestleMania. It makes you wonder. Cesaro was ready to go. They could have figured out something for Cesaro to do on on Sunday. He was my dark horse pick to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal mm-hmm. by eliminating Big Show, but that didn't happen. Let me. Uh, um, what did you think? If what do you think about Mauro Ronaldo on commentary? Uh, he is outstanding. I I started watching the SmackDown shows when first moved to USA because I assumed that it would be better than what it has been, and it's still pretty. You know, it's got better wrestling in general, uh, but and better commentating by far. Mm-hmm. So that's what I that's what I learned. I think I think he's great and adds this is this his voice, his presentation, and his way he says things. It makes it come across. Uh, this is different. It feels different. That's a, the problem. That's why a lot of reasons people like NXT because it just feels different, you know. And 
instead of the Michael Cole, it doesn't feel like he's getting fed everything from Vince McMahon. And, of course, the King being Hill, again, next to him, uh, works great. I think those two of them are great. Um, both announced team Byron Sections is the waste, and uh, not really sure why he is on either one of those announced teams, or why we get so much Byron Saxon. Yeah, I'm not and, a fan. Uh, for and the it, first the, – like Jerry Lawler has been at, at called every WrestleMania except one since – the mid nineties mm-hmm. and didn't call this one just because they want to have Byron Saxon. And on a personal fashion note, that is the ugliest tuxedo I've ever seen on a human being. And this is going to a guy that has seen dumb and dumber. And I think I would have preferred Byron Saxon in one of those orange or blue tuxes with the frills everywhere. than this one that was modeled after the star room where stardust cuts all his promos. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's on the worst dress list. I mean, you put people like Sasha Banks and Gold Dust on the best dress for Mania, but yeah, he would go on. He would go on the worst dress for sure. Did you get to watch the Hall of Fame at all? I did not watch the Hall of Fame. That's the one thing that I okay. throughout the whole weekend. You know, you have to only have enough time. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll go back and watch it. I wasn't. I wasn't stoked for this class as much as I usually was. I mean, I was as far as the going in. Jacqueline, because of her connections to Memphis as Miss mm-hmm. Texas, mm-hmm. I be interested to see that speech. Um, never that big a fan of Sting, and really the one that I would want to see the most get inducted is the Big Boss Man. Of course, he's not there to give a speech, so I at some point I'll go back and I'll, I'll have it on and I'll watch it. But here's I had one thing I had to. I have two problems with the Hall of Fame. One, it gets longer and longer every year. Two, Andy Kaufman is still not in the celebrity wing of the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yes, uh, I agree with that. And if you don't have a physical Hall of Fame in Memphis, Tennessee, that's my other problem. Yeah, that's and oh, that's yeah. that's Maybe problem there. number three. Right there. Get to build that brick and mortar here. Uh, the Hall of Fame is long. And Andy Kaufman is the most deserving celebrity that should be in the, in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, I, I cannot argue with, with either one of those, uh, Kaufman is 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 the reason celebrities aren't all involved with with wrestling. So you can say that's good or bad, but like it should be the Andy Kaufman celebrity wing because of what he did. Because uh, there would be no celebrities, there would be no celebrity wing if it wasn't for Andy Kaufman. And who knows? Maybe they will eventually acknowledge uh, in a way. Uh, I mean, because his story does have WWE. Uh, any ties because he turned him, he turned him down, or they turned him down. They rejected him. That's right. It's um, an idea. So, and uh, it was this, their, one of their biggest mistakes. Yep. And yeah. one of the biggest quotes you'll hear from Vince McMahon I've heard on the subject is he was jealous when Memphis got all mm-hmm. that um, publicity for Jerry Lawler slapping the taste out of Andy Kaufman's mouth on David Letterman on national TV. He was jealous for the publicity they got. And if Andy Kaufman was still alive and never got his, like, if he, he might still be alive, you know that. If he <laughs> ever got his, his WWE moment at WrestleMania and went head-to-head with, with some woman at WrestleMania in an intergender championship match, you know he'd lose because Vince won't let anybody with outside success come in and win at WrestleMania. <laughs> AJ Styles, proof, Sting, proof. Somehow Andy Kaufman will lose to a woman at WrestleMania. Actually, what, if he's still alive and gets his manual, he would lose to Hervina. That's what would happen. He would wrestle Hervina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you remember Hervina? Yes. 
Okay, that's he would wrestle downtown Bruno and drag and lose. That would, and that would be how the <laughs> he would treat Andy Kaufman. I, that probably makes the most sense because of Bruno's uh, connections, and Bruno would probably then just like, well, Bruno needs his WrestleMania moment too. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Well, tell us a little bit about your radio show over there at Sports Fifty Six and Eighty Seven Seven FM. FM, yeah. So we're on every Saturday from 11 to 1, sometimes a little bit longer. This Saturday we'll be on, call it a supersized edition of the show, and we go at an extra half an hour. And usually that extra half hour is all about pro wrestling. We have not announced our guest this week, but we're working on a couple different uh, possibilities for our guest on, on Saturday's show. But every week we're the only Memphis radio show that talks wrestling every single week. Every Saturday, it's usually uh, around 1230, it's in what we call the main event of the show, Dustin Five Star who's an active professional wrestler. I know former guest on this program and yeah, his think, wife as well, Maria. I think we've talked to him a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he joins me every week. They're joined by a bunch of uh, just various uh, people from famous uh, former community members and wrestlers, hall of famers and all, all types of guests. Uh, we've had just like this year from, from handsome Jimmy to Coco beware and, James Storm and Jeff Jarrett and Lance Russell and and Ricardo and Rodriguez. What's that? <laughs> and Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> well, that we did, uh, Oh man! If you want to hear <laughs> a former WWE superstar who um, doesn't have it all together and really needs some DDP over, he needs to go visit Diamond Dallas Page. You want to hear it all on the radio. You can go back and listen to last week's podcast. And then we had trouble with, with uh, Mordecai interview as well. He had technical issues, but it was, he was getting some good stuff last week. Mordecai yeah, yeah. Uh, was our guest because he was at the Donald Trump WrestleMania on the card, and he ended up coming to Dustin's party. So we're going to reconnect with him. He's going to come back on our show again because I'm sure he's got some fascinating stuff. One of the uh, most repugnants, to, to steal a phrase, from another podcast ever in Mordecai. Uh, it's a short-lived, mm-hmm. but um, but he he's he's been it. He's done a lot of cool stuff, and it's very fascinating. I like having Mordecai on as our wrestling analyst. I'll always remember him. On. But his Kevin Thorne gimmick, I thought was square. Him and Ariel were the mm-hmm. creepiest damn thing yeah. you'd ever seen at wrestling at that time. Yeah, oh yeah, and that was what it was, he was uh, going by when he he was at WrestleMania, the Trump Mania. That's, if I call it. But anyway, so every Saturday we talk wrestling for at least a half an hour. A lot of times it's a full hour. Dustin Five Stars with me and a bunch of, of, of uh, celebrity guests. Kind of give the Memphis slant to it, kind of like what you guys are doing right here. And then, of course, I was trivia four nights a week at a bunch of different places. I'm about to be head to the Green Beetle tonight. The Green Beetle and the Arcade on Thursdays. But every, well, five times a year now we do wrestling trivia. And we just did the pro wrestling trivia mania. We did it at the rec room and over 20 teams participate. That's awesome. Unbelievable fun night, but it's wrestling. It's all questions about wrestling stuff. And we have costume contests where people, it's unlike any other trivia night that I do. People come up, they grab the microphone and they cut promos. And uh, we had a sign contest and costume contest prizes for first, second, third, best stable name, all this stuff. So people, they really get into it. And if you're a wrestling fan in Memphis, it's free to come play. And we will be doing our, our next pro wrestling trivia night is on June 7th at the rec room. We're returning to the rec room 
Cool. Right, it's trivia every Tuesday night. It'll be at the rec room on June seventh. We'll start taking actually start taking reservations for teams starting tomorrow. That's Friday, April eighth, where you reserve your spot. Because you got to reserve your spot. Because we're gonna it's it's getting too popular that we're gonna have to limit the number of teams. Wrestling trivia went about two and a half hours or so, maybe two hours and forty five. It was still shorter than Monday Night Raw last time, <laughs> but we want to try to make it go 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 faster. Go faster uh, this next time. So you got to sign up your team. Still waiting for an Oversell podcast team to show up because yeah, we yeah. we need more challengers for Dustin's team and other teams. <laughs> and Dustin doesn't win every time, but he, he tries. He, he'll act like he does. And I'm glad you brought up Dustin's team because I actually watched my first pay-per-view with Mo Stiegel this weekend. And that's oh no really yeah he, him and <laughs> him and uh, local wrestler Duke Warfield came over and watched WrestleMania with us and. Watching wrestling with Mo is interesting because, and I'm and I mean it in the best way possible. I'm not. I do not mean this term. Mo is one of the biggest wrestling marks I think I've ever seen. That guy is just the biggest. Is he doing promos and stuff while you're watching or <laughs> Sometimes, uh, <laughs> you know, he he just he's just Mo, man. He, he you know he. He hates on Kevin Owens pretty much the whole pay per view, and he he kept giving me a hard time because everyone I was rooting for was losing. But it, <laughs> you know, he makes it more fun just because that's his personality. And I know he does the same. He was like what Macho Madness at this past Trivia Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's part of he is part of Dustin's team, and Maria, of course, Maria at the end of Trivia. I mean, it's just it's it's like a wrestling event. I mean, at the end of the night, so at some point, Stone Cold Beer Austin who is Taylor James, his, his alter ego. Uh, he works at the Madison Growler Shop. They're one of the sponsors for Trivia Mania. He's always there in costume. For a while, he was uh, Beer Wyatt. Mm-hmm. He was doing all mm-hmm. this Bray Wyatt stuff, and he transformed back into Stone Cold Beer Austin at this trivia night. And he pretty much challenged Dustin's team, saying, if I can't beat your team, Maria can slap me at the end of the night. But if I beat y'all, Maria's on my team at the next trivia night. Ooh. And so it came down to Maria's team won or beat them. I think it was real close, actually. I think they got third place, and Taylor's team got like fourth or fifth. So she got to slap at the end of the night, at the end of trivia. He took a he went to Slap City and got a slap from Maria Starr. It's getting dangerous to go to these trivia shows. At the show before that, at the Trivia Rumble, you had Arnez who, got, um, who took a big chest slap from Dustin Starr, right? That is correct. These are all voluntary. We've been saying I need to get up some <laughs> some waivers printed up, which I haven't done yet. These are all I have to to, to receive any any type of a physical altercation with anyone. It's all up to you. These people are making their own choices and they're grabbing the microphone and they're calling people and they're putting their own stipulations up there. And it's a lot of fun to watch and to try to figure out what could happen, uh, what and what will happen next. And uh, who knows what will happen? It's the trivia king of the ring so somebody will be crowned the official trivia king of the ring um we do them before every pay-per-view every major pay-per-view on the format i couldn't do it before every pay-per-view or any special event or whatever do one before roadblock and all that but the, every major pay-per-view we do one before so we just did wrestlemania the next major pay-per-view technically is not until SummerSlam, so we need to do something in between that's why we're doing the uh, king of the ring we'll do trivia slam in august trivia king of the ring in june uh to kind of make up for the for the time here a couple months off very cool from, from the big stuff we know that what's the next paper you called the wwe it's called payback um, should be payback wrestlemania rematch <laughs> WrestleMania yeah. rematch pay-per-view yeah it's payback <laughs> it was uh what was it for a long yeah. time as backlash and then it became 
yeah. payback, then it's, you know. No, I thought they usually did extreme rules after WrestleMania. Uh, who knows? I hope not. I'm not a fan of that pay-per-view. Kevin dropped extreme rules. Yeah, 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 I agree. Kevin, where can folks find you on social media? You can find me at Cerrito, and you can find uh, Trivia at Cerrito Trivia on the social media. And, hey, we're still trying to get the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Memphis, Tennessee. So if anybody wants to join that movement, you can check out uh, ProWrestlingHOF.com or, like, or search for Pro Wrestling. Or put search for put the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in Memphis on Facebook. And it's also on Twitter at Wrestling HOF. You can buy a T-shirt. It's only fifteen bucks. I know you've got one. And, yes, sir. And uh, help support the movement. There's a lot of stuff that's still kind of it hasn't been anything in the news, but there's still uh, stuff going on uh, behind the scenes constantly. Ideally, we would love the WWE Hall of Fame to be built in Memphis somewhere. Mid South Coliseum sounds like a great place. So does Peabody Place would be a great place uh, for a Hall of Fame. But we have some great vacant buildings that could, could house the WWE Hall of Fame. The news about Orlando's all. False as far as we know right now. That's all fabricated stories from other other websites. So they're not building in Orlando yet. And until they put a shovel down in there, we are going to keep saying that that should be right here in Memphis. So the best way to support that cause is buy one of those T-shirts. Very cool. Well, Kevin, man, I know you've got trivia tonight because you have it every other night. So I'm gonna we're going to let you get out of here. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Be sure to check out Cerrito Live this Saturday starting at 11 a.m., Sports 56 and 87.7 on the FM and CerritoLive.com, man. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Welcome back to the Oversell Mike is over there getting... Nah, nah, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, let's talk... It's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of quick hits I wanted to talk to on Raw. Uh, Shane was in charge of the night, and I thought that was weird because... But he stayed backstage the whole time. Yeah, and he didn't really... He made one match. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah, and it was a four... You know, he made a... Four corners match or whatever you want to call it or Fatal Four Way. Fatal Four Way. That's it. Thanks, Mike. Um, with Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn, and then Sami Zayn got jumped, and, and then Cesaro. Cesaro this, and I, the, he got a huge pop. Huge man. pop. And I was like, "Is he going to wrestle in a si- oh shit? He, that <laughs> tearaway <laughs> suit. Off. Woo! Oh. Uh, a couple of disappointments I had from Ron. We just talked about this with Kevin Cerrito. I didn't like that Bailey wasn't there. I yeah. thought that was a perfect night to debut her. And I was, but they did debut a whole bunch of people. Yeah, Apollo Cruz. Yeah, and they debuted. Wasn't expecting to see that. I I wasn't either. And they debuted him against (laughs) Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. Um, who else? (laughs) Look look at your future, kid. The I loved Enzo (laughs) and Cass coming in, and you know, going at it with the Dudleys. Yeah, man. And uh, I was like, uh, I saw one meme. It was like murder has been committed, and it was showed a picture Enzo and Cass and the Dudleys. Yeah, they they had some. That was a great promo. (laughs) Um. There was, a, there was one I saw on that. They were, where was, uh, <laughs> when uh, when Enzo and Cass were cutting promos on the Dudleys, and then it had like the it had like uh, Ralphie from Simpsons going, 
Please stop. They're already dead. <laughs> uh, any other uh, highlights from Raw you want to talk about? Uh, Charlotte had a – I thought she had an interesting promo. I thought it was good, but she kind of like – the crowd got her a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And, um, she, know, got, she definitely got distracted. And I was hoping somehow we'd see the debut of the Bullet Club. Darn it. Not yet. They still say it's coming. I, I, we may see him at Extreme Rules. Them, help, maybe they help out AJ Styles. I was really shocked that there was no Triple H. No Triple H. No Stephanie. No, Steph. no John Cena. No Rock. Well, no Cena's, Brock. Cena's not officially ready to come back. I don't yeah, think. No so. Brock. Yeah, Brock or Dean. No. Yeah. Well, that makes sense if Dean was selling the match. Right. Kevin Owens coming out to the ring with a limp was, that was awesome. Nice. You know, it's nice to see them selling. Um. Anything else? <laughs> they were worried that Sami Zayn actually got injured again, but yeah. no, it was just to, to it, get Cesaro okay, in. Okay, good. <laughs> well, when I saw him land, I was like, shit. Yeah. I'm not again. Here we go again. Um, but we're going to see more Owen Zayn down the and road. And I, I like that – I liked how uh, Reigns came out. You know, wasn't complete face. He was – you know, it yeah, seems this, like a slow heel turn. This is the but, Reigns we should have had this whole time. But I liked how he's like, you know, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Yeah, that's that's. And I, I like that. It's it's a it's a it may be a slow burn heel turn. Yeah, the Wyatts are looks like they're turning character faces. Yeah, they're 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 testing that. Yeah, not they just came out and kicked the shit out of League of Nations. And did you see <laughs> what one of the it? young bucks tweeted to Wade Barrett? No. Hey, don't worry about that. We would never do that in the Bullet Club. <laughs> and I sent him a picture like, "You sure about that?" And it was AJ Styles laid out after the, uh, him after the young bucks and Kenny Omega super kicked him. <laughs> Dan, you got a super. You got a Memphis wrestling moment. Yeah, for this, this week? I'm looking at April 10th, 1978 here, and if we're gonna do this from this corner, I'm gonna need a freaking light over here. Uh, let's see here. Um, we'll start uh, bottom to top. Uh, Jerry Bryant versus Frank Dalton. Norvell Austin versus Kojak. Six man tag match. Uh, Steve Kyle, Tommy Gilbert, and the Brute. Versus Mr. Sicky, Al Costello, and El Diablo. A special challenge match, Bill Dundee versus John Louie with Sonny King. And Southern Heavyweight Championship match, one fall, no seconds at ringside. I guess it means uh, no one in your corner. Right. Uh, <coughs> Jerry Lawler versus Ron Slinker. And ring enclosed in wire. Doesn't say cage match. It says enclosed ring enclosed in wire. In wire. <laughs> we talking like Cat 5 or? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they had Cat 5 in 78. Uh, <laughs> it was like Cat 1 or something. Yeah, cat 2. Category 3 quarters. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, ring enclosed in wire. Jimmy Valiant versus Sonny King. All right. Let's go to the results. Jerry the King Lawler retained his Southern Heavyweight Wrestling title last night, defeating Ron Slinker in the main event at the show at the Coliseum. Other matches before a crowd of 5,096 had the team of Steve Kyle, Tommy Gilbert, and Bearcat Brown over Danny Davis, Al Costello, and El Diablo. Looks like they had some last-minute changes in that match. Um... Let's see. John Louie pinned Bill Dundee. Jimmy Valiant fell by disqualification to Sonny King. And let's see here. 
Jerry Bryant beat Frank Dalton. And Norville Austin fought to a draw with Kojak. All so, right. And Very that was cool. – Very cool. Uh, the attendance during that was 5,096. 5,096. This small crowd. Five thousand ninety six. If you had a, if you had a, if you had, if you brought five thousand and ninety six people to Minglewood Hall for a wildfire show, Kevin Lawler would be quite happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> well, that's all we got for this week. Let, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, guys, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Duh. I'm going. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Zane. Zane had a hell of a weekend. Yes, he did. Very you know? <laughs> uh, good showing in the ladder match. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh yeah, can't say much more than that. Um, you know, and he was on Raw on Monday. You know, he had a hell of a weekend. And he didn't get injured. And he didn't get injured. Yeah. Everybody thought he got injured. <laughs> Everybody thought he got injured, but he didn't get injured. Mike. Enzo Amore. Nice. Big cast. He, and uh, nice. That, but that, do, do you know why? Because you can't teach oh. that. Can't teach that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to admit, I was miming. I was saying his promo with Oh, him. I was, too. I jumped up off the couch. I'm not going to lie. My superstar of the week, I'm going to go with Sting. Making his retirement from yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, Sting, like I said, he's a favorite as a kid. If you were any kid, you know. Because that was back when you rooted for the good guys and you, or you, and you rooted against the bad guys, right. and Sting and was just that ultimate good guy at the time. And we saw his only win in <laughs> WWE. I got to give <laughs> I got to give Sting a hand uh, five that night. He tu- he yeah. touched this hand right here. Damn it! I just have to shake my head when I think about that. It's like three matches in WWE, and he you was one and two. One year and three matches in WWE and you're done, you know. And he only won one and it wasn't on a pay-per-view. Yeah. And it was with John Cena. You know. <laughs> and, and you know, I I hate to go off on a rant here, but like, you know, WWE has to realize they're making mistakes at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. When and they're pulling the trigger too late in a lot of instances, you know. I I realize both parties have to agree on a lot of things, but for God's sake, man, if if you got a hot commodity that's free, scoop that bitch up and make yeah, some money. Exactly. You know, I mean, it kind of pisses me off. You know, because it's like, and at why, least- why, 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 why hesitate? Why you know, just keep you know hesitating on signing, you know, stuff like, like Kurt Angle, you right? Know, like Kurt Angle. That's a that's a wasted opportunity there. Yeah. That's a wasted opportunity. There's so much potential to make money there. You know? And you know, both parties have to agree. Kurt's gotta agree, WWE's gotta agree, you know. Yeah. I realize that, but you know, they're both of them are really missing the boat there on a lot of money. So but you know, that's just my opinion. I mean I I think there's a lot of missed opportunities for, you know, just the company to make money that they missed on. You can't be afraid to push somebody that you didn't create. Exactly. I mean, if and they created Kurt Angle for God's sake, yeah. so having back is not a big damn yeah. issue. You know. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you for downloading and subscribing. The easiest way to get to this podcast is subscribing on iTunes. And while you're there, give us a quick five star review. 
guys, it's been fun this week. It's been a lot of wrestling. Next week we'll get back into, you know, we got Raw. We'll probably, we may have some local shows. We have Lucha Underground. Talk about it. i got to catch us up on the next couple episodes. But, folks, thank you for listening and downloading. This has been the Oversell Podcast. <laughs>